What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Real Men Talk. Today we're going to be talking about mindsets and how the mind is a battlefield and what spiritual warfare looks like in our minds. Let's get with it. Real Men Talk. Welcome to Real Men Talk, discussing the tough issues facing men and their families every day. Here are your hosts, Anthony Kurnut and Craig Reynolds. What's up, guys? Welcome to Real Men Talk. Anthony Kurnut here with Craig Reynolds. How's it going, everybody? All right, so today we're going to get right into it. We're going to be talking about mindsets uh, and how the mind is a battlefield. Um, I'm sure most of us feel this way most of the time. Um, you see a lot of mental anguish, you see a lot of depression, you see a lot of uh, anxiety, uh, a lot of mental illness. Um, we're going to be kind of tackling uh, um, some of this stuff, you know, having a mindset of defeat, a uh, mindset of fear. And uh, first thing that we need to know is that Satan loves to attack our minds. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, when preparing for this uh, podcast, you know, I was thinking of, uh, even in my own life of the battles that I've faced, you know, with, uh, with the different things in my walk with the Lord. And I'll tell you what, every battle, no matter what it is, whether it's a, even in a physical battle, there is a mental toll that gets to take place. That's right. And, you know, I got to thinking of different accounts and stories in the Bible of, uh, you know, and there's tons of scripture about the battlefield that goes on in your mind. Mm -hmm. But one scripture that really uh, stuck out to me uh, or story was in uh, Mark chapter five. And it, Jesus, he comes across this guy uh, who was demonically possessed. You know, he had been outcasted uh, to the outermost part of the town, mm -hmm. said that he was roaming in and out of the tombs, uh, that he, when he, you know, uh, came across Jesus, you know, when he encountered Jesus, he said, you know, have you come to tempt me before my time? You know, you know, he, he recognized who Christ was, he fell at his feet. And, you know, when Jesus asked him who he was, he said, what's your name? You know, and he said, uh, we are legion for we are many. Right. He, he was speaking to the demons in him. Yeah, it was the demons. And, you know, you, you study what legion, how many that is. It's thousands. I think it was two to three thousand. Well, it was a, a military term, mm -hmm. you know, of, of soldiers. Um, and he used that term. But, you know, it said that after Jesus had casted these demons out of the man in verse 15, it says that um, then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon possessed and had the, and had the legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. That's right. You know, he was demonically possessed, but it was a control of his mind. And that just, it paints the perfect picture of, of if the devil can get your mind, he can get control of every aspect of your life. Right. And he can drive you to do this man. It said that he had been cut himself. He had stripped himself naked, was roaming in and out of the tombs. But Satan not only had him and had, you know, ultimately his soul and everything in his body, but he had his mind. Yes. Yes. You know, and we have to understand, you know, yes, most of us don't walk around demon possessed, but right. you're right, Craig. It does paint a perfect picture of how. How Satan can can control our minds and he can control um, our thoughts, and he wants us to live in defeat. Mm -hmm. He wants us to live in fear. He wants us to live in confusion. And you know, um, James three sixteen says, "For where envy and strife is, there is confusion, and every evil work." Yeah. Okay. And so you see this stuff, and it just goes to show. The, the mentality, you, you know, every everything that we will ever do, 
Everything that will ever come about us will all begin with a thought. Every good thing, every bad thing, every everything that that you know, every motion that you make, every decision that you make, everything everything you do will will start with a thought. The, the, our minds are is so crucial, and Satan knows it. Oh yeah, he knows it. He knows that that our minds are, are susceptible when, when we're when we're weak, when we're down, when, when we're hurting, when we're upset, when we're exhausted. You know, all these things play a toll on our minds. Um, and Satan wants us to live a mindset of defeat. Oh yeah, um, you know, and there are a lot of people, a lot of men, um, that are living in living a life of defeat. You know, I, I was doing some research on it, and I come across this thing called Pike Syndrome. Okay, and so what this is, you and you can look this up. Just Google it, Pike syndrome. Uh, and what this is, there was an experiment done of of a pike. They put him in in an aquarium, and they put minnows inside a jar inside this aquarium. Of course, the pike, being an, a, a, an aggressive fish, goes after the minnows and he hits the glass and he hits it and he hits it and he hits it over and over and over and over and over again. And he continues to do it until finally he just quits. He gives up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that, this is, this is a key term. He gives up. And, um, what happens is afterwards they go in and they release the jar. So all the minnows go loose and they're swimming in front of his face. They're hitting him in, in, in uh, you know, like uh, right beside his mouth, all this stuff. And the pike starves to death. Mm-hmm. He completely gave in to defeat. He completely gave in to, uh, uh, he, he completely gave up. I mean, he literally starved to death. And then you go into to another experiment that was done. You talk about a mindset of defeat, and uh, it, it's called the five monkey experiment. And again, you can look this up. You look this up. So what what happened was there there was a scientist that put four monkeys or five. I'm sorry, five monkeys into a, a, a room that had a ladder on it with a bundle of bananas at the top. Okay, so what would happen was the, the monkeys would go up to to get the uh, to get the bananas and they would throw water on top of, on top of the monkeys. Well, they, then the, the monkey would go up again. They throw water back on them again. Then the monkey would go up again. Eventually they would stop. They would stop going up for the monkeys or for the bananas. The monkeys would stop going up for the bananas. Well, then they replaced one of the, the monkeys with a dry monkey. So now you've got four wet monkeys and a dry monkey. Well, that dry monkey not being in there would run up the ladder going for it. And the other monkeys would pull that monkey down. He would pull it down. They would keep it down. They they would they, they would pull it down and they would beat it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so they beat this submission into this monkey, even though the monkey's dry. And so you got four wet monkeys. You got and you got one dry monkey. Well, then they replace another monkey. Okay, so now you've got three wet monkeys and a dry and two dry monkeys, and they would do the same thing. The monkey would run run up for the bananas. They pull it down and they beat it up. Well, then eventually, they were the same thing would happen. They replaced, they replaced, they replaced until eventually there are five dry monkeys, and none of them would go up for the bananas. Yeah, none of the the, the five that were in there were not doused with water. They they were not, and they still would not go up because of a mindset that was put inside that room that ever that if you go for something, you're gonna get you're gonna end up wet. Yeah. And this, this is a perfect picture of a mindset of defeat. You know, Satan knows 
Satan knows that that in the same ways we we operate just like the pike or just like the monkey. You know, if we are are put down enough, if we lose enough, eventually we're going to give up. Yeah, you know, and God has not given us a spirit of of defeat. He's not given us a spirit of defeat. No. You know, and, and you also see this. Um, you also see a a spirit of dragging other people down. Yeah, you know. We don't. We don't want to live in defeat by ourselves. We want. We want to live. You, you know. And um, we don't want to live in defeat by by ourselves. So we end up dragging other people down. You know. If I can't reach my vision, I don't want you to reach yours either. Yeah. And on the flip, you know, if if you say or uh, have a good mindset and a good attitude and good demeanor about yourself, but you start getting around somebody that has a defeated mindset and a and a and a, and a down a, a negative. Uh, mindset and everything then then you will adapt to your surroundings and you will have that negative out and you see that even i've seen it with people i know that are dating or married yes. you know and and say when they when they first start dating you know one may be very positive but then they will get with somebody and that person is very negative has a negative yes. uh, mindset and always down always negative then that eventually that person they become the same way very right. critical, very negative, you know, no joy, no happiness. And it doesn't matter who you're surrounded with. You know, I always think about the, uh, you know, the story of, of the man that was, he was paralyzed and they were trying to get him to Jesus, you know. Yes. But the crowd at the, at the synagogue was so, so uh, full. They right. couldn't get to him. So they, they took him up to the roof and they removed the tiles and they lowered him down to Jesus. And, you know, and he was made well, he was made whole, you know, right. he was healed because of his friends, you know, mm-hmm. but that shows, you know, who you surround yourself with, right. You know what, you know, you are who you're with, you know? Yeah. And that's where it comes in to, you know, are you going to have somebody going when you're going through things that's going to help you in the fight, you right. know? Yeah. Uh, Cause I mean, we're supposed to bear one another's burdens and lift one another up when one falls, pick the other one up. And yep. you know, this is real battle that we're against, you know, uh, the apostle Paul said in Ephesians chapter six, you know, he tells us about our spiritual warfare, you know, putting on the weapons of our warfare. Cause he says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness, wickedness in the heavenly places. Yes. I mean, this isn't a flesh and blood battle that we face guys. No. And I wanted to bring another scripture that, you know, I, I think is, it's a, it's a big reminder to us, you know, even when we fall, it's, it's, it's Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16 says, for a righteous man may fall seven times, but he'll, but, and he'll rise again. Right. You know, no matter how many times you, you fall, each time you get up, you're better. You've right. learned something new. I've, I've noticed that in my life. You know, every time I get up after a failure, after a, what feels like a major defeat, I get out stronger and I've learned something more. That's right. And I've gotten even closer to Christ. Right. Look at the story of Job. Right. I you mean, never take a loss. You only take a lesson. Yeah. That's true. Yep. And, you know, you see, you see the, the spirit of, of these five monkeys and the, 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 um, the, the spike syndrome and stuff. You see this in the Bible. Uh, look at the man at the, at the pool of Bethesda that had been laying there, Yeah. you know, and, and Jesus asked him, you know, what are you doing? Well, I don't have anybody to pull me to the water. Yeah. You know, he had completely given up. He'd been laying there for, for, 30 years or something like that, you know, for, for a crazy long time. Yeah. And yet, you know, he had given up because he didn't have anybody to do it for him. 
he, he sit there and watch these people get healed and healed and healed. And, 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 you know, they would touch the water and they would get up and they would go on about their way, you know, rejoicing and excited and, and all that stuff. And this guy had been laying there for such a long time. He had completely given up on all hope. Yeah. On all hope. Um, yeah, just like Acts chapter 3, you know, when Peter and, you know, uh, John came across the guy at the at the gate called beautiful. at the gate called beautiful, you know, and you know he was there waiting for alms, but you know silver and gold have I none, but this I do give unto thee in the name of Jesus, rise and walk, you know, right. and you know it's the same thing, you know. How long did he lay there, right? You know, with that. How, how many times he had been had he, had he just sit there and yeah, and just he and he just he lived off of everybody else, yeah. You know, he he completely given up on. On, on any hope of being healed or any hope of uh, of being a a contributor to society, yeah. Um, you know, he, he had just given up, and you see this so many times in the life of men. You know, instead of of reaching out for help, or maybe they have reached out for help, maybe they have, and they've been turned down so many times, and they've been hurt so many times that we just completely give up. We're just like the pike, you know. Even though opportunities now, you, you know, hit us in the face. We we don't um, we don't do anything about it. We don't take it, take advantage of it. We don't you know we don't take those opportunities. We just sit in a in a life of defeat. Yeah, you know, and we move on to to like the spirit of fear, which is a big one today. Um, you see, you, you know, there's fear everywhere. Everywhere you look at COVID nineteen, people are terrified. People are still terrified. We're we're what. T- Two years, three years into this pandemic, you know, yeah. two you know, two solid years into into this pandemic, and um, people people are still terrified. They were terrified. They were terrified to 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 go out in public without a mask. They're terrified, you you know, uh, of uh, you know, doing anything without washing their hands. I mean, don't get me wrong. We should be hygienically, you, you know. I mean, yeah. But at, at the same time. We should not have to live in a spirit of fear, you know. Then you have the the overreaching government, mm-hmm. you know, that is is trying to take as much as possible away from us all the time. Yeah, you know. Um, but God does not give us a spirit of fear. You know, you you even look at at scary movies, mm-hmm. you you know, and what they promote and the fear that they promote. The other day, I had uh, my daughter had some of her friends over. And um, I have a rule in my house. We don't watch scary movies. Right. You know, some of it may be because I'm a big chicken. But, um, mm-hmm. but you know, there's God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. Yeah. And, you know, she asked me, she said, hey, my, my friends want my friends want to come over or they, they want to watch a scary movie. I was like, no, right. we don't. We do not watch scary movies in this house. You know, and I'm not talking about, you know, movies that are intense or whatever, but, you know, these horror movies, these things that that drive fear. Yeah, they're they're demonic. Yes, that's exactly what they are. Demonically driven. And they're not of God. God does not give us a spirit of fear. And that doesn't, you know, and and I know that that um, scary movies may some some people may take them lighthearted. Right, um, but there is a spirit that is driven behind those. Oh yeah, I mean, well, it goes into you know everything that you watch, everything you know, the music you listen to, the the things you look at on your phone. Yes, it all it all goes into you know your spiritual diet. You know the things yes. that you intake. That's a good way to put it. The things you intake. You know, I mean, that sets the atmosphere and the tone. It can set the atmosphere of your house. It sets your mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, I know. You know, back when. Uh, 
before I was living for the Lord, I say in BC before Christ, um, you know, man, if I was in, a, in an angry mood and I wanted to just get hyped up and get mad, I'd put on some hardcore rock music, you know, or, you know, or maybe hardcore hip hop music, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that talked about violence and things like that, that fed in to the emotion I already had. And it would just intensify, 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 you know, and the same thing, like, you know, you go to, you go to the gym, doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, Christian, you know, secular music, it can be Christian music, but you go to the gym, you want something that's upbeat, that's got some, right, that's gonna some pump rhythm, you, up. Yeah. you know, it's the same thing. It, it alters your mind, alters your feelings, you know, your mind, you know, tells your emotions what to do. That's right. And, you know, that's, it's so important, you know, what we intake, what we do, what we uh, what we listen to. And it's, you know, you were talking about, you know, the, the scripture, you know, second Timothy one and seven, you know, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. I mean, that is so true, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's so important that we, that we are, you know, watch what we, what we take in, you know, cause, uh, which we could get into this after the break, but you know, a lot of those things that can cause confusion, you know, right. <clears throat> and that's something else in itself, you know, is, uh, you know, first Corinthians fourteen thirty three says, for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all the churches of the saints. That's right. You know, you, you allow that fear to come in. You allow, you know, some things you watch, you know, that that's contradictory to the word of God. That's exactly you know, right. yep. I mean, if it's not, if you're not at peace, you know, and you have fear, you know, you're going directly against who you've been called to be as a child of God. Right. And people wonder, and people wonder why, drugs and alcohol and different things like that you know even marijuana and and stuff is is such a dangerous thing because it is Mm mind-altering it is mind-altering and um it first peter 1 13 says therefore with your minds ready for action be sober-minded and set your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of jesus christ you know, you cannot be sober-minded and and living in a in a state of fear, or have your mind altered, or have you, you know any of these other things. They, your mind is a battlefield. Yes, and it needs to be, uh, it needs to be dealt with according to. You know, if you're if you're going to go out for war, if you're going to go out for war, you're not going to go out there unprepared. Yeah, you're not going to go out no. there unprepared. You know, and your mind shouldn't be any different. You should have your mind completely um you know this this is completely on the grace to be brought to you by the revelation of Jesus Christ yeah. set your hope set your mind on Jesus Christ you know another thing that people really deal with is the mindset of condemnation oh yeah you know and i know we've talked about condemnation before yes. um but it's it's worth talking about again Yes. Uh, you know, a lot of people live in this state of condemnation, living in, in a state of, uh, you know, where they feel like they are lesser than because mm-hmm. of what they've done in the past or things that have happened to them. And they they live, what ends up happening is they end up with a mindset of defeat Yeah. Uh, because of this condemnation. And we know that condemnation is not of God. Romans 8, 1 says, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who, in Christ Jesus. Yeah. That's that's pretty cut dry. Yeah. You know, and it goes on, you know, to say who, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. That's right. You know, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. And, you know, I, I, 
I know we've talked about it, you know, and I, I've told many people that's an area I've struggled with in the past is, mm-hmm. you know, condemnation of, of the things I've done in my, in my past life and everything. And, uh, you know, the, the devil constantly sends that reminder, you know, you're not worthy, you know, you're not good enough, you know, uh, man, you really think God's going to forgive you after you did all of that, you know, right. and, and that's where you got to, you remember what the scripture says, you know, that, you know, Christ, you know, humbled himself to the point of death, even death of the cross, you know, took right. on the likeness of men of sinful flesh and he died for us, you know, uh, second Corinthians five and 17, one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible says, therefore there, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old life has passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Once you come to Christ, you became a whole new creation. You That's know, right. you were, you were buried in sin and then, you know, he raised you from, from death to, uh, to life. You know, you came from darkness to his marvelous light, you know, That's right. first John, uh, one and seven, nine, seven through nine says, but if we walk in the light as he has walked in light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's right. That's right. You know, and, and we talk about, we talk about these, this condemnation uh, or this mindsets of condemnation and defeat and fear. But you know what? There's good news. There's good news. We're going to take a little break. And when we get back from the break, we're going to talk about that good news. Men, get ready to experience an unforgettable weekend full of food, fellowship, competitions, and the anointed Word of God. Come be a part of the annual Real Men Rally, May 20th and 21st at the Palace of Praise Church in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. Come expecting a mighty move of God Friday night at 6 p.m. with international speaker, author, and the founder of Revival Makers, Tony Suarez. All his power, all of his might, because he filled you with the Holy Ghost, and now his name is on your life, and because of the name you have access to the inheritance that belongs to the name of Jesus I'm going to stop right here and say thank you Jesus for the Holy Ghost on Saturday come have breakfast with us at 8am followed by a dynamic session from Pastor Joe Dobbins of the Twin Rivers Worship Center in St. Louis Missouri worship provided by the Palace of Praise worship team gather up your friends and be a part of this memorable weekend tickets for this event are just $20 in advance or $25 at the door buy your tickets to Today, in person at the Real Men Rally booth in the church foyer or online at realmenrally.com. For group rates, please contact the church at 573-785-4232 or by email, contact us at palaceofpraise.com. Real Men Rally 2022 featuring Tony Suarez, Joe Dobbins, and the Palace of Praise worship team Friday night, May 20th, and Saturday, May 21st at the Palace of Praise. If you want to be part of the conversation, join us on Thursday nights at 6.30 p.m. We gather with other like-minded Christian brothers to discuss modern, hard-hitting topics that affect men on a daily basis and use a biblical approach to overcoming common strongholds that affect our families. We show men the importance of being the spiritual leader of their home and what it means to be a real man in the eyes of Christ. Join us at the Palace of Praise located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. We meet in room 400 every Thursday. You're invited to come be a part of the discussion. If you have a question or comment about this week's show, please email us at realmenatpalaceofpraise.com. Now, back to the show with Anthony and Craig. 
Welcome back to Real Men Talk. Uh, we're here on our episode of Mindsets. We've talked about the mindset of defeat, uh, the mindset of fear. Uh, we got into the mindset of condemnation. We're going to pick up right where we left off. Mr. Anthony Kernut, take it away. All right. So, you know, we talked about, you know, all these things, all these different mindsets. And, of course, there's there's an endless amount of mindsets um, that can can cause a person to live in, in, in a lesser-than lifestyle. Um, but what I want to talk about is living a mi- uh, mindset, uh, living in a mindset of victory, um, and one of the ways that, that you can start doing that is knowing your adversary, knowing him, knowing what his plan is, um, knowing what his uh, you know what he's trying to do. First Peter five eight says this: It says, "Be sober minded, be alert. Your adversary, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion." Lion looking for anyone he could devour. John 10 10 says this. It says, A thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come so that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Okay, so there, there are some things that we have to understand. We have to understand that Satan wants us to live in a, in a, in a mindset of defeat. He wants us to live in a mindset of, uh, of lesser than. Um, and he does not want us to live in a mindset of victory. Uh, therefore, he will do whatever it takes. He will play any lie. He will do all, the, all these things to, to keep you there. Uh, he will plant thoughts in your mind. Not every thought is of your own. Craig, have you ever been, have you ever been going around and you had this thought and you're like, whoa, where the heck did that come from? All the time. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, uh, sometimes there, there's days where it's on a daily basis. I mean, there's periods in my life where, I mean, it'll be day after day after day, uh, you know, that out of nowhere, you're like, what in the world? You know, I know, uh, one time when Bishop Jonathan Ziegler, I don't think he'd mind me mention this because he, he said it in front of a whole congregation when he preached here one time, you know, he was talking about this very subject and I was like, wow, that's it. You know, but he said, you know, you ever sit there and have thoughts and you're like, man, where did that even come, come from? He's like, I wasn't even thinking about Beyonce, you know, <laughs> and, and he's like, man, what, you know, it, 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 that's what the devil does. Right. He'll put the thought in your head and then he'll try to condemn you. Yes. For the, the very thought that you had that's and, exactly right and you know kind of not to mean to go backtrack and, and to back to condemnation but here, here's the thing we describe what condemnation is in scripture you know we describe that there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in christ right but what condemnation is means to pronounce to be guilty to sentence to punishment or to pass judgment against right okay we describe we went through the verses of when we're saved, we're washed clean in the blood of Christ. Right. That that you know we are made whole. We are what is called justified. Right. One way to remember what justified is, I, something that helped help me is just as if I never sinned. Right. It makes you clean. It makes you whole. And and you know it's a it's a daily fight. You know, Second uh, Corinthians uh, ten and four through five says, "For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal." but mighty for the pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of, of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Right. You know, and, and that's what we got to do when we, when we go through these things, we have to have the mind of Christ. You know, what, you know, what does Christ say about us? What is, what does Christ say about victory? We've already said a righteous man may fall seven times, but he, he always gets up. Right. You know, that there is no condemnation, that we've been made whole, that we have been washed clean in the blood. 
that's what scripture says. Yes. That's what that that is why it's so important to be read up, prayed up, you know, fellowshipped up, you know, with like minded believers. Yes, all that's know? important. All Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. And you mean you hit the nail on the head. You know, that Second Corinthians 10, 4, and 5, which is my favorite verse of the Bible. Oh, it's awesome. Um, because it teaches me how to fight. It teaches yeah. me, you know, what how, how to fight in a spiritual warfare battle. Every thought, bringing every thought underneath the captivity of Jesus Christ. Um, you, you know, and so the, these thoughts that you have, you know, sometimes I think, and this is this is Anthony Cornett theology, so you, you know you do what you want to with it. But um, you know, sometimes I think those, those wild and crazy thoughts that come in our mind, the ones that you're like, okay, that obviously does not belong there. That's that that is absolutely nuts. I think that he throws those in there. It's kind of like the have have you ever have you ever been dealing with with your parent with your parents whenever you were young? You're like, mom, I need to borrow a thousand dollars. Oh, I'm just kidding. I actually only need a hundred. You know, have, yeah. you, have you have you ever done that? A little it, trickery there, <laughs> right? And I think it's the same way. The same way, like he throws this massive thought out. And you're like, that doesn't even belong. But then he brings in this little subtle one, and you're like, yeah. you, you know, well, that's not nearly as bad as this last thought that I just had. And then you start playing with it. You start yeah. entertaining it, and yeah. you know, and so and you and start categorizing the sin, yes, or and, or whatever it is. And the truth is, is that it's all lies. All of it. It is all lies. And we've got a, a clip to play. And th- this guy, I want to set the background real quick. It, it, uh, it's Greg Rochelle, who is a fantastic pastor. If you've not, yeah. if you've never ever heard of, of Craig Rochelle, you should, ch- you should check him out. This guy, he is on point and he's talking about uh, the, the lies of the enemy. Go ahead. The devil's target is your mind and his weapon is his lies. What does he do? He'll, he'll tell you, you're not going to be able to pay your bills. You're not going to be able to make rent. Your, your marriage is not going to survive this. He'll tell you, you're going to get sick. You're going to be all alone. There's not going to be a ventilator for you. If, if God really loved you, then he wouldn't be allowing this to happen in your life. And the devil comes at you again and again. His target is your mind. His weapon is his lies. And that's why you have to tell yourself again and again, the devil is a liar. He's always swinging. Guard your mind. Guard your heart. Prayer and peace. Don't drop your guard. What do you do? You pray to God about everything. And you praise him in all things. Wherever you are, praise him. Praise him today. I'm talking about the kind of praise that makes the devil mad. I'm talking about the kind that you that, that no one can stop. No matter what you see, let everything that has breath. Give him praise. All right. So Craig Rochelle there, man, I, and I'm telling you, he is phenomenal. And he hit the nail on the head. He he did a very good job. You know, it's, um, it's we can choose. We can choose to live a mindset of defeat or we can choose to live in a mindset of victory. We can either choose to believe the lies of the enemy that he has planted in our head, or we can choose to live in the, the living words of Christ. Right. Romans 12, two says, do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is good, pleasing and the perfect will of God. Okay. So I, I want to point out a couple of things there. Renewing 
renewing of your mind. Yeah. Renewing of your mind. That, that's that it. I'm just going to read the whole scripture again because it, it's it's worth reading again. Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern, discern, it's a mental thing, what is good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Yeah. The, we can We get to choose. We can believe the lies that are there, and we know. We know what the lies is because this is this is how you know what what a lie is that when it comes in your mind, is it against the will of God, right? Is it casting condemnation? Yeah. Is it casting defeat? Is it casting fear? Is it casting any anything that exalts itself against the will of God? We're back to Romans ten, Second uh, Corinthians ten four and five. You know. Is it exalting itself against what God says? Yeah. I, I think Romans 8 and 6 sums it up really good. It says it uh, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. That's right. That's right. You know, and it's so important to keep our mind on God. You, you know, and, and I tell people all the time, you know, it is, it is so important your prayer and your Bible reading and staying in devotion to Christ is so important. It, it yeah. is so vitally important. If I've said it once, I've said a hundred billion times. Doing it in the morning, yeah, before you get your day started, is just that much more crucial. It's it's kind of like this. It's kind of like, have you ever heard a song? Listen to the song. You were on your way to work. You're on your way to the gym. You're on your way to go do something, and you heard you turn on the radio, just whatever's on, and you listen to a song. And the next thing you know, that song is stuck in your head all day yeah. long. Yeah. It's the same thing. You you do your 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 you you start your day with Christ. You start your day, you know, before God and, and in the scriptures and stuff, and it is with you all day long. Discipline discipline is a major part of spiritual warfare. Yes. So I had this discussion with my son, Tony, um, this morning, and he, we were talking about, you know, we get up at 4.30, we go to the gym, and it, he's been having an issue hearing his alarm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I told him, you, you know, he, he tells me all the time, this is the kind of, you know, of course, he's he's 17 years old, so, yeah. you know, nothing is ever his fault, and, and no, God love me, he's a good boy. Anyways, he, he tells me, he's like, man, I swear my alarms went off without any sound. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't hear a single one. And the, and the Joker sets like five alarms. I mean, it is crazy. He'll set one of like four, four or five, four, 10, four, 15. I mean, it's, it, 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 honestly, it makes me angry. I'm like, dude, just get up when your alarm goes off. Yeah. Anyways, he's like, I, I, so I go downstairs. He's like, Hey, my girlfriend's supposed to go in with the gym. Will you make sure that I'm up this morning? You know? So I go down there. Of course, his alarm's going off. I'm like, Hey, it's time to get up. Let's go. And so he comes upstairs, and I was like, hey, your alarm was going off. I could hear it. He's like, man, he said, I, I'm just not here. And I told him, I said, you have trained yourself not to hear it. Yeah. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, you ignored it once, and it was easy. Yeah. Or, you, you know, it, it was it, it was hard. It was hard to ignore it the first time. The next time, it's easier. The next time, it's easier. The next time, you know, by, by the point where he's at now, that alarm's going off, and he's so used to it just going off for how, how many ever period, how many ever minutes at a time that he yeah. just doesn't hear it. 
And it's the exact same way in the spiritual realm. Right. You, you know, Satan's throwing these lies at us and we, and we see him and we hear him and we're like, wait a minute, that's not right. And then we hear him again and we, we kind of fall prey to him and then we hear him again and they become normal. You know, you know, it, and so the next thing we know that we're living in this life of defeat. Yeah. Or, or we can discipline ourselves. We can discipline ourselves and bring every thought underneath the captivity of Jesus Christ. And when that thought comes in, you're like, no, yeah, Jesus, that doesn't belong there. Please help me get rid of that. I do not want that in here. That's got to go. Yeah. And you was talking about, uh, you know, reading your Bible, starting day off reading the scripture and, you know, uh, even even in reading it in the morning, reading it in the evening, whenever you do, there, there's so much importance when you when you bring it to scripture. You bring your battle to scripture. You know, no matter what it is, uh, you know, there's a scripture that says, you know, for he's sanctified by the washing of the water of the word. Talk, you know, God talking about his his bride. You know, the you know washing of the water of the word uses that that terminology. You know, because the washing of the water of the word it cleanses you. It, right. You know, the Bible says that the that the word itself, the Bible itself, is alive and active, sharper than any two edged two edged sword. That's right. I mean, it it is it is alive. It's a living organism. It's it's amazing that you can read the same verse fifty times mm-hmm. and get something different every time. That's right. And it's alive and it's active and it teaches you something and it's constantly growing. You know and when you put your mind on on what the word says and in the study and and and, and growing closer to Christ, you know, uh, Colossians three and two says, "Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth." And you know that is so important. Uh, uh, there's so you know you look at fear, condemnation. You know, over and over through the Word of God, you know He says, "Fear not, for I am with you. Do sure. not be dismayed." He says it all throughout the Word of God. You know, no matter what your situation is, you know. Think about what the word says and what what it's already been declared over you. First Corinthians two sixteen says, "For who has known the Lord's mind that he may instruct him?" But we have the mind of Christ. You know, it's so important to have to have our mind on Christ all the time. To yes. to have our uh, our thought process instructed by Him, uh, pushed. Uh, that that we push our minds to, to be disciplined through Christ. Yeah. At all times. Um I love uh 1 Thess- Thessalonians 5 16 through 23 it says this. Rejoice always. Pray constantly. Give thanks in everything. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Don't stifle the spirit. Don't despise prophecies, but test all things. Hold on to what is good. Stay away from every kind of evil. Now may God of peace himself sanctify you completely and you and your and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept sound and blameless in the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Something I want to point out there, it says that your your whole spirit, soul, and body. Okay? So part of part of our mind, the, the our thought process controls what happens in our spirit, 
our, our mind and our body. Yeah. The decisions that we make. And it says it says to that you're um it says to sanctify you completely. Now now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. Yes. Having the mind of Christ is crucial. You're you do not have to live in a a, a spirit of defeat. You do not have to live in a mindset of defeat uh, of uh, of destruction, of fear, of of anything but victory in the name of Jesus. Right. Yeah. And you know when when it comes to having the mind of Christ, you know you got to really look at who Christ was in in what in the image of who he was. Because when we come to Christ, we are to be like him. You know, in Philippians chapter two, verses five through eight says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself as and became obedient to the point of death, even death of the cross. When you have the mind of Christ, you should be a humble servant. That's right. A servant leader. Uh, you know, and, 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 and it's serving others and, and, and wanting to see the kingdom of God expanded and wanting to just, your heart bleeds out for people, you know, and, and to be that witness, you know, you know, the scripture says that he who humbles himself will be exalted and he who exalts himself will, will be humbled, That's you right. know, so it's important, you know, God in due time, he will elevate you when you humble yourself, take on the mind of Christ, take on that servant and and I want to say this scripture, you know, for if you're going through anything, if you if you're you know trying to wrap your head around, you know, certain things, and you maybe maybe you question, you know, God and if He's there or or your certain circumstance. I, I want you to just to to remember this. It's Philippians chapter four, verse six through seven. It says, "Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God." And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That's right. That's right. And again, I want you guys to understand that you do not have to live a spirit uh, in a mindset of defeat. That through Christ we are victorious. That He has won our battles. The, the the fear, the anxiety, the depression, you do not have to live in that. You do not have to to, to, to be there. Yes, there will be seasons of it. Yes, there will be times that, that, that are harder than others. But you do not have to live in a, in a mindset of defeat. You're no. victorious. Jesus loves you. He is for you, not against you. He, all things are done for our good. He knows he knows that of what we need and how we need it and what is best for us. His timing is perfect, and we need to, to fall trust in trust in that. Right. Yeah. You know, just like you said, you know, all things work together for the good of those who are called, uh, who love God and who are called according to his purpose. That's right. You know, I mean, if you're going through something, you know, it hasn't caught God by surprise, you know, and, and what can come of this what comes through what you're going through is it far surpasses what you're going through because he will take the absolute worst situation and turn it for good. That's exactly right. You know, and maybe, maybe you're struggling. Uh, maybe, maybe you're having a hard time. Maybe you've got questions. Maybe you, you know, you've got questions that you need answers to. Maybe you've just got concerns or you just want to, you know, holler at somebody. We have an email address here. Uh, real men at the palace of praise.com. 
We also have a, uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. You can message us, ask questions, ask concerns. Maybe you've got questions about where to find help. Maybe you're you're dealing with depression or anxiety, or maybe you, you find yourself in a spirit, in a mindset of defeat, and uh, you just need somebody to talk to. Just holler at us. Let us know. Um, and as always, I want to end in a prayer. Holy Spirit, guide us as leaders of our homes, churches, and community, and teach us to be godly, courageous men. In the name of Jesus, amen. You've been listening to Real Men Talk, brought to you by Palace of Praise Church in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. If you would like to get in touch with us, shoot us an email, realmen at palaceofpraise.com, or visit our website at palaceofpraise.com. If you're a man age 16 and up and would like to be a part of the conversation, join us at the Palace of Praise every Thursday night at 6.30 p.m. If you don't have a home church, consider joining us for worship on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. Palace of Praise is located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. New episodes of Real Men Talk drop every Thursday at 5 p.m. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Amazon, and more. Real Men Talk is a production of Palace Media Service. Part of the conversation. Join us on Thursday nights at 6.30 p.m. We gather with other like-minded Christian brothers to discuss modern, hard-hitting topics that affect men on a daily basis and use a biblical approach to overcoming common strongholds that affect our families. We show men the importance of being the spiritual leader of their home and what it means to be a real man in the eyes of Christ. Join us at the Palace of Praise located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. We meet in room 400 every Thursday. You're invited to come be a part of the discussion. Men, get ready to experience an unforgettable weekend full of food, fellowship, competitions, and the anointed Word of God. Come be a part of the annual Real Men Rally, May 20th and 21st at the Palace of Praise Church in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. Come expecting a mighty move of God Friday night at 6 p.m. with international speaker, author, and the founder of Revival Makers, Tony Suarez. All his power, all of his might, because he filled you with the Holy Ghost, and now his name is on your life, and because 
because of the name, you have access to the inheritance that belongs to the name of Jesus. I'm going to stop right here and say thank you, Jesus, for the Holy Ghost. On Saturday, come have breakfast with us at 8 a.m., followed by a dynamic session from Pastor Joe Dobbins of the Twin Rivers Worship Center in St. Louis, Missouri. Worship provided by the Palace of Praise Worship Team. Gather up your friends and be a part of this memorable weekend. Tickets for this event are just $20 in advance or $25 at the door. Buy your tickets today in person at the Real Men Rally booth in the church foyer or online at realmenrally.com. For group rates, please contact the church at 573-785-4232 or by email, contact us at palaceofpraise.com. Real Men Rally 2022 featuring Tony Suarez, Joe Dobbins, and the Palace of Praise worship team Friday night, May 20th, and Saturday, May 21st at the Palace of Praise.